It's the 10 to 1 podcast with your host, Brad Oman, featuring Ben Conowitz and Nate Lauks. And here's the podcast. We're back. We did Whoa. it. Whoa! Guys. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> it was so freaking nice. I don't care about this episode at all. I don't care about the opinions anybody has. I care. I, no, no. I you care. You care about the opinions. No, no. I care that it's back. I just no, I care. That it feels like a like a like a homecoming, like yeah, a warm good. a warm blanket. Do you know what I care about? You know that we didn't have to watch Stuart Save. Oh family. my god, it was so nice to not have to watch that. Movie. You know what's funny? What's interesting though is I feel like the strikes made it feel like it's been a lot longer since that snow was gone. Because really, honestly, we only missed. Three weeks of SNL. Yeah, like they, that's the too end of long. May, the end of May. Yeah, because otherwise we. This really is when SNL probably would have started anyway. I don't. Care. Typically, it it's about a week good. late. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah so like maybe, maybe maybe a month we've missed. So like, but the, I, but I, the strikes just made things exhausting. I think I read that it's the fourth latest start for an episode like season there ever so it's not the latest though yeah so uh saturday night live is back uh the actor strike sag after is still going on uh but because saturday night live uh as a series follows under the same network guidelines that shows like uh late night um with um uh seth myers and the, the tonight show with jimmy fallon and uh the late show with stephen colbert name and more name jimmy more. kimmel live keep going, keep going um the the big nighttime squeeze with ellen mcfarson yep. uh yep. yeah That's these the, favorite of mine. Yeah, all those are real shows. Uh, but like they, what they, was that last one? The, the big nighttime squeeze with Ella McFarson. Yeah, one of my favorites. Oh, she's great. <laughs> yeah. She's great. Uh, so she's but, great. <laughs> but the. <laughs> Uh, so these shows are able to come back even though SAG is still on strike and Saturday Night Live fit under that. So all of the uh, people who are SAG members on the Saturday Night Live cast got full permission and blessing from SAG to come back and do the show. Uh, and that's why we're back. So we're not breaking any rules. Yeah, no one's breaking any rules. Every, everything is kosher. Everything is cool. And uh, Pete Davidson came back to host. He was supposed to host uh, towards the end of season supposed 48 last spring. Uh, but because the last three episodes of that season did not happen due to the writer's strike, uh, we got him to come back this time, and it kind of worked out because Dumb Money just came out not too long ago. He's in that, uh, and Pete Davidson is he's still just a cool guy. I thought you said Dumb Money. <laughs> Dumb Money, starring like Pete Davidson. That's his, that's his rap alter ego, Dumb Money. Yeah, so Pete Davidson hosted this episode for the first time since he departed the show at the end of season 47, and Ice Spice joined him as musical guest, and there was a handful of cameos that we will get to here in a second. Can we talk a little bit about the the cast? And we have just one new cast member. Is that right? Yeah, it's a new featured player. Uh, her name is Chloe Trost, um, and she she has some some decent comedy accolades, including uh, being on the recent inductees for the Just for Laughs uh, comedy lineup, which is a, a big honor for young upcoming comedians. Uh, but she already kind of has a history with SNL because she's been working with the boys from Please Don't Destroy for a while. Uh, she's collaborated with them on some stuff, uh, including random projects like music videos. Um, you can go out on YouTube and find her. You can see some of her comedy stuff out there that she's done with uh, Ben Marshall and Martin Hurley and, and John Higgins. Um, and she's, uh, she's you know, her, if you look and watch the videos, she looks like she's pretty funny. We didn't get to see much of her in this episode. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, but just right off the top, actually, uh, the sh we didn't really get a traditional cold open because the show opened uh, with a surprisingly uh, sobering and somber and serious moment from Pete Davidson himself. And uh, if you would have told me that they would have had Pete Davidson address this up top in such a serious manner, I wouldn't have anticipated it. Hey, you know who should talk about Israel and Palestine? 
Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, but you know, honestly, it, and I, uh, I, I'm kind of glad he did because it was, you know, it, it's, it's that kind of just average, you know, middle of the road perspective, like you, you want on it, and it comes from somebody who does have that unique advantage of since his father was a New York firefighter who died uh, in, you know, the 9/11 uh, attacks after what happened in New York City in the the uh, World Trade Center. Um, you know, it, it kind of did offer a, uh, a unique perspective from him as a person on that. Uh, but in general, it just it, it felt like a very honest uh, and candid and intimate, you know, way of addressing it uh, and just acknowledging the tragedy that is happening because it is, you know, making headlines all over and it's it's really is just a really heartbreaking, you know, situation. Well, and over the, there. the thing about Pete Davidson specifically is obviously you, you can have your problems with it, with why he's popular, why he's hot and all that. The BDE energy. Is he that. hot really, though? It's that it's that big dick energy thing. Like people about. who look like they have the flu perpetually. So so anyway, <laughs> you can say that, right? But at the same time, he he addresses the nation on TV like this, and it just seems like this guy is just like he gets it. Yeah, you know, he knows that he knows that it, it's not really his place to say this, but he's he he's coming from a very average perspective of it, and it it, it it's very honest. Yeah, and I, there. There's nothing about Pete Davidson that is disingenuous to me. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's respectable. He's really good at being self-deprecating yeah. as well. So that that fit the moment. That's how you can let Pete Davidson do this because you certainly don't want Pete Davidson commenting on this. But when he actually the angle they took was I thought surprisingly meaningful. Yeah, um, it's it, in a way it kind of called back to uh, the opening of Saturday Night Live when it came back for the first time after. 911 uh cuz the it was delayed a little bit because of what happened they brought on uh, Rudy Giuliani at the time before Who back he, then was fine yeah well oh yeah he was okay you know mm, he wasn't uh, great he was, even back he, then yeah but. he he was he was better at the time not not a crazy melting person um and so it kind of it's that idea of you know that comedy is something that helps us you know during these through these difficult times and it's it's just you know it's good to have a show like SNL that can bring a little bit of levity to the the situation so it was also Pete Davidson's 20th time ever saying live from New York at Saturday night. Well, there you go. And yeah, did tying, it solo. Tying who? Chris Red. Oh, there you go. Okay, there I you didn't are. realize Chris Red had probably said that that many times. He, he did. But, a lot of it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you know, real quick, before we get, move on from Pete Davidson, he is the fifth cast member to host the premiere episode of a season. Nice. Do you, know, do you want to guess any other ones? Um, Will Ferrell? No. No. Will Ferrell never hosted an opener. Uh, like uh, he's hosted, obviously, but yeah, not one not. of the openers. Nope. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say. I'll give you this. Uh, season eight with you'll know it now. Musical guest Queen. Freddie Mercury. No. <laughs> uh, Chevy Chase. Oh, okay. Why would I know that? <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll know this now. Maybe this will help season because now we're we're into the seasons where we actually watch uh -huh. more closely. Season thirty six. So it's about 10 or 12 years ago. Kristen Wiig. No, it's uh, too far no, back. No, she would have been. Yep. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Amy, Amy Poehler. Ah, uh, there you go. Uh, season 39. Kristen Wiig. <laughs> no, it's still a little too close, I think. Yep. Will Ferrell. Has Kristen Wiig, has Kristen Wiig ho host? Oh, yeah. She's hosting. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Tina Fey. And then season 46 with Megan Thee Stallion. Bill Jesse Hader. Sudeikis. Chris Rock. You we're guys close, are really, we're close, though. We're really good at this. Yeah. Guys, we host an SNL podcast. It's pretty great. Hey, I also wanted to point out, too, that this is the first, maybe this, they didn't have it the last episode either, I don't think, the, the final episode of last season. There's no political sketches in this one. So, yeah, like, usually like the political cold, felt pretty good. The cold, <laughs> cold open usually is a political sketch, yeah. and it was not at all. No. So there was no no political sketches in this one. And, you know, 
Yeah, good. Yeah. We're yeah. getting we're getting ready, right? We're we're gonna turn the corner here yeah. in the political season for the next presidential and we're gonna get bombarded with it. So I'm okay with holding out as long as you can. Yes. Yeah. Uh speaking of uh changes from the norm as well, the opening credits are pretty much the same uh from from last year they have all the same things but uh in addition to chloe trost being part of the featured players there was one new little bit you guys don't typically watch snl the way that i watch snl so you did you guys you probably didn't watch yes i actually did watch it just like you on peacock yeah uh i noticed that the uh please don't destroy guys are in there yeah that's the first time ever that this has happened for them they it's they were given a credit that said a film by please don't destroy it's kind of crazy to me that they weren't included because they were one of my favorite parts of last season yeah and they are an integral part of this other than just writers in the intro with the lonely island that's what i was about to say is that something they never did for lonely Island? they used to do it with robert smigel they used to say a cartoon by robert smigel you know but they they, they they never did it for Lonely Island, so that's an interesting addition. So they don't always have one. Yeah. So will they take it out on those? I'm those... sure they will, because that's what they did whenever Robert Smigel had okay. a cartoon. Is they right. would they would just put it in whenever that was an option. That's fun. I like that yeah. they did that. Uh, so because there's no cold open, we went straight from the the sobering opening from Pete Davidson into his monologue uh, as host when they brought him out. And because it's Pete Davidson and he's also a stand up comedian, he did a little bit of stand up. Um, and uh, what did you guys think of Davidson's material here? I didn't think it was that funny. I, I honestly didn't. And I, maybe I was in a bad mood. I don't know. When I watched it, I just didn't. Like, th- there was a couple things in the Game of Thrones stuff, watching it with your sister. The sister bit was yeah. really funny. But I, I don't know. I've, I've seen Pete, like, kill in, in stand-up, and it wasn't that for yeah. me. I think I, that they went for, he he went really dark, you know, late yeah. with that other joke. And that's, that's it's hard. That's not the audience for that joke. You're talking about the, the one with uh, the... The, the girlfriend the, who was, who passes away yeah. from, from drugs. I, that's the one I it's actually a, really like that. Oh, one. I love that. It one. was the middle stuff that I was like, this just kind of feels like yeah. you're you're riffing and like you don't have full. That, bits that's kind of what things. I felt yeah. like. It was just just Pete yeah. kind of. But that Pete. that bit that he does about the dead ex girl. I mean, that's a really really funny. It's it was just, really that's good. not the audience. You know, um, I thought the premise is funny, but I I didn't I didn't think it hit as well as it could have. And I think that it's the audience though. I think maybe, the audience maybe, reaction because you have a bunch of like probably upper middle class white people in that audience <laughs> that are like, oh, I don't know what that's like. Yeah, because I, I I like that. I thought I thought it was funny stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the middle stuff, I was like, oh, okay, it's, you know. Pete's not my favorite stand-up comedian. I, I think that his material isn't always the best. I think he, he brings a certain charisma and appeal to it because the way he talks is just very engaging and like he makes you feel like you're his friend, like talking to him, just like goofing around. Um, but otherwise, like his material isn't always like the best for me. So we host another podcast called Go Flix Yourself, where we talk about mostly movies, but also TV. Did you watch Bubkiss at all? Because I, I was just, I'm kind of intrigued about Pete Davidson's, he's got his stand-up, but yeah. like how his career has gotten here. Yeah. Because he kind of mentioned in the stand-up that nobody watched right. Bubkiss. Is that true? Nobody really watched it. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen any stories about the ratings or anything like that. But uh, I, you know, I, I haven't watched it yet. If that tells you anything, what? not because I didn't care, just because so, I haven't had time. Was so, it on? It was uh, on Peacock. Peacock. So is Pete Davidson just more of a cultural character than he is known for? You know, comedy and acting and things like that. Is he? Is he? No, I mean, he's he's known for being a funny person. Like he's, it's you know, I, I think the thing he's ma- most famous for is Saturday Night Live. You know, and well, I think but, the thing he's oh, most well, famous for is being like basically the male version of a Kardashian. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a that's a cultural person. character. Yeah, then. yeah. Except, but, except I don't hate Pete Davidson, <laughs> and I hate all the Kardashians, every single one of them. <laughs> he definitely never was my one of my. F- favorite snl characters either or cast members either yeah. so very glad that we didn't see a chad i'm yeah. surprised we didn't i'm, I'm glad. kind of a little glad, glad we didn't but it that's the that only thing i can actually point to other than him laughing i don't mind chad though yeah it's just he's, a, not, he's it, not my favorite but I be, beating a dead horse i mean i get it you're just it's over and over again now all right it's too much brad 
Moving on, Fox NFL Sunday, Kurt Menefee, played by Keenan Thompson, Howie Long, played by Mikey Day, Jimmy Johnson, played by James Austin Johnson, Michael Strahan, played by Devin Walker with a little bit of a gap in his tooth, <laughs> and Terry Bradshaw, played by Molly Carney, tried to discuss the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New York Jets without bringing up Taylor Swift in a cameo by Travis Kelsey at the end of the sketch. Whoa, spoiler! Don't give that up. That's a surprise. What are you doing? We literally make this podcast for people that have already watched the. Maybe the, though, that, I bet you there's some people out there who haven't. They would have liked to have been surprised by us telling them. Adam Sa- or uh, uh, Pete Davidson doing his best Adam Sandler impression in some of this. Too. He did his best Adam Sandler about three times, I think. Throughout <laughs> this episode. Did you feel that as well? Oh I'm yeah, like, this is very. And he, Pete Davidson has always had a little bit of an Adam Sandler vibe, and it's because he he grew up on Adam Sandler. He's been inspired by him. Uh, he you know had his best stuff at the Weekend Update desk doing uh, or doing you know rap songs for pre-recorded sketches. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm not surprised that like he's got that little bit of a Sandler vibe. But Adam him. Sandler made those voices himself, right? The yeah. the and so whenever anybody does it, you're clearly being derivative of, of Adam Sandler. Of course, just make your own voices. Yeah. What'd you guys think of this one? I didn't think it was great. It felt. Uh, th- I mean, so this is like was like the sports equivalent of like when they do the obvious political stuff yep. because yep. obviously everybody's talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey right now. Uh, it was a pretty easy grab as like, oh, let's have all the football commentators actually be like Swifties and have bracelets and like know all the things about I, her. I, I didn't songs. hate it because of that. Like, I, yeah. thought, I thought it was fine. I, I would have loved Mikey Day in the Pete Davidson position uh, because I, I feel like he could have done a little bit better awkward. Like, it, I, I wanted a little more awkward and Pete wasn't able to give me that. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, it was, you know, a, a, a f- fine for, for what it was. Nothing, nothing terrible. Travis Kelsey again crushed it. I mean, the guy can do no wrong. Love that guy. Love him. He literally only only had wrong in this in this sketch because he flubbed his line totally fucked it up it was overshadowed by the crowd reacting to him you're somebody like travis kelsey you're, you're guest starring on a saturday night live show you've already hosted you should know that you don't start your line immediately because the crowd has to react to you because you're a big guest star especially because you are railing taylor swift now whoa you don't whoa, know you that. don't they're, know they're, they're, they're not waiting till they're married wow. married to, to, to consummate their wow relationship. with that's, a mustache like that he's not waiting for anything that's aggressive <laughs> He's he's uh he's just a uh, fucking trash. He's dash, great. Man. No, he's not. No, like he flubbed his line. He was not good in this little bit. He ru- he like seriously like can you not? I, I didn't expect to be on the Travis Taylor bandwagon, but now I am, and so I have. I was glad that they were. It's both not going to last. He doesn't deserve her. I like it. I like it a lot. I think that Travis is a handsome and wholesome he's, gentleman. He, and you know what? You know what he did? He spoke up for the vaccine. I know you're anti-vax, but I was happy for him. <laughs> yeah, he's seriously. He's, he's a truth teller. I, I love the vaccine. Like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, fuck Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I'm just Pete. Written by Dan Bulla. Uh, Pete raps about himself and about how the media focuses on everything about his life, except for his comedy and work. With Andrew Dismukes and Punky Johnson appearing at the beginning about how Pete came to host so soon. With appearances from Mikey Day, Bo and Yang, and Devin Walker as different versions of Pete. I love Devin Walker in this one, though. Uh, the first sketch appearance of Chloe Trost in a silent role as an assistant. Chloe Feynman appears in the end as Barbie. So I love this. I totally miss Chloe Trost in this sketch. It's a very, very small yeah. part. But yes, that is her first one. I, I love this. Uh, I love the movie. I love the song. It's a it's a good song. Yeah. It's a catchy song. 
I thought Pete found a way to do this, and maybe this is where he does well: is music kind of stuff where he's always he is self-deprecating really good at here. Kind of things, yeah, um, and I just I thought it was really funny. What'd you guys think? No, it was. It's I mean, the song is already hilarious. And Barbie, they did a really good job of recreating the scenery from from that movie. Uh, all the various sequences from him singing in you know his Mojo Doja Casa house yep. uh, to the dance sequence where they're all wearing black. You know, they they touched upon everything. It was a clever, self-deprecating bit of comedy. Where Davidson poking fun at all of the things that everyone has talked about in you know various tabloid stories the devin walker black pete that, that yeah that, that was great, great i thought too. that was hilarious really just black pete that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what we're doing okay. <laughs> exactly no uh, yeah very very it was it was a hit this one was on it was uh, my favorite one yeah so. it was great nothing, nothing i can add to that you guys said what i wanted to say there was one other sketch that i liked just a little bit more than this one but this one was definitely uh, okay. close, close to, to the top one. okay Tra- travis kelsey <laughs> Wired autocomplete interview. I do watch these uh, like actual interviews. Yeah, they're fun. (laughs) The cast, Pete Davidson, Mikey Day, Chloe Feynman, Egon Wodum, Marcelo Hernandez of a new show answered the most popular internet searched questions about themselves. Is this actually a show on Netflix? I don't think it's on Netflix. They just release it on YouTube, don't they? No, 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 no. They're cast. Yeah, the the, the people are from... Uh, like an actual oh, show. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Was it real? an actual show or was it I don't, a fake I, show? I, I honestly don't know. No, I don't think so. I, I didn't think this was great, uh, this sketch. It wasn't. It, it was the same bit over and over yep. again, and it wasn't that funny to begin with. Uh, the, there was no escalation either. They started with Pete being like an idiot, yeah. right? The questions for him were just bad. It was just, oh, another Pete question yeah. that's not going to be... And the problem is it's not funnier than the fact that he got shit all over the airplane anyway. Like, that's the funniest yep. thing about this, you yep. know? And so, yeah, you're, you're just, you're, you're not really doing anything that's better than the original story which is already weird and crazy hilarious in itself they didn't do any escalation uh nate to your point that it made it a middling sketch which i i think there is there is a again we're we're idiots we're not comedy writers i I didn't think the premise of it was a bad premise so uh work on that come back to us and and have another yeah it was it was i think the, (laughs) the only bit that i appreciated was how they brought the other questions for everyone else back to the to diary the incident. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, was, that was, you know, moderately entertaining. But All right, I think <laughs> Ben's going to have some opinions on this one. Secretary, written by Mike DeCenzo, Heidi Gardner, Jimmy Fowley, K- uh, Jake Nordwin, and Carol O'Sullivan. A lawyer, played by Pete Davidson, takes on a new client, played by Bowen Yang, with the help of his secretary, Heidi Gardner, with James Austin Johnson and Keenan Thompson. Heidi Gardner is so freaking talented. Uh, great physical comedy in yep. here. There was a couple low sketches for me in there before mm-hmm. this. She came in and she just brought life to it like a, a Saturday Night Live sketch should be. Yeah. yeah. James Austin Johnson saying, I'm done meeting her is going to be a line I, <laughs> I, I use. Like, All right, I'm done meeting that kind of thing. Uh, I, 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 I thought this her. was actually really funny. What do yeah. you guys think? Yeah, I really like this one too. Uh, and it, um, I was particularly impressed by that pratfall. Wow, she went for it. That was like a Chris Farley level It really pratfall. was. It was really, and really then, well done. Then they almost broke because she had tr- like she literally had yeah. trouble getting up because <laughs> she's supposed to be covering herself up. I get that. But it's really hard to stand. Have you ever tried to do that? Just cross your arms and try to get up off the floor. It's really hard to do. You can't. So she can't. She's putting her arms down, but then it's cuts to them, and they're dying. I have a hard enough time it. getting off the floor with both of my hands. <laughs> no, seriously. I don't know what the plan was there, but <laughs> it made the sketch even better, though, obviously. And yeah, it was it was utterly hilarious. Uh, I, I laughed out loud. And uh, you know, Heidi is very attractive. I love the turn that it takes, too, because it was not one that I was expecting, because the, the idea of her being this incredible secretary who knows exactly what her boss needs and is right on top of it, and then all of a sudden, she's just terrible like she like she had like a string of good luck and it's just just done <laughs> like it's it's not uh, keenan it's not impressive 
when it's real easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet so, paper. Everyone did their their roles in this. Well, it it was not a groundbreaking sketch, but it was a sketch that I want. It was SNL. a desk breaking yep. sketch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it had just the right amount of absurdity. To yes, it. Yeah. exactly. So and then, um, so again, we talk about escalation, right? This escalated wildly, which was good, but it still kept it in the realm of possibility. Yeah, it didn't get too absurdist. So well done, guys. Um, I, the weakest part of that sketch for me was Pete Davidson. Honestly, I didn't I didn't really get. He, thankfully, he didn't ruin it, though. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and honestly, I think throughout throughout the evening, actually, it's it's strange, but like this is was is really one of the better performances that Pete Davidson has done because he was never super prominent as a character in a lot of sketches. It was either him doing stand up bits at the Weekend Update desk or doing like the musical stuff, like we talked about. There's not really a lot of memorable character work that Pete Davidson has done over the years. Here, though, it really felt like he was trying because, like, the past couple years when he was a cast member, it really felt like he was phoning it. Frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He laughed during sketches. But it seemed like he was having a lot of fun and, like, Mm -hmm. and he actually was putting himself into the characters, being being goofier. He was trying. He yeah, trying. exactly. Yep. All right, moving on. Please don't destroy film. The original Princess of Comedy, written yes. by Martin Herlihy, John Higgins, Ben Marshall, and Gary Richardson. The boys, uh, the Please Don't Destroy Boys, show Pete that they used to do edgy comedy when they were younger. John Mulaney makes a pre-taped cameo in this one. Michael Che and his mother appear at the end. I have to give it up to the child actors. They were amazing. That, ben, what did you think? They look so much like like i gotta get up to the casting department holy shit i thought that was maybe they actually had kids martin hurley he looks he's a doppelganger martin hurley he's only 17 so (laughs) (laughs) it was incredible like that those child actors and then they're also very talented they're doing the bits and and doing the punchlines just like you're supposed to do if you're doing you know deaf comedy oh my god i was this sketch was awesome yeah, this was such a a fun bit to do. Like, it, it's one that I wouldn't have expected because uh, it's you, you see Pete Davidson and like actual footage of yeah. him as a teen doing stand up. Uh, but yeah, calling it back to the original Kings of Comedy, which by the way, if you don't remember, is a real stand up concert that they did with uh, Jimmy Fox, Cedric the Entertainer, Bernie Mac, and Steve Harvey back in the day. It was like a big big theatrical hit. Was it Jimmy Fox? Yeah, Jimmy Fox. Apparently. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. He was the fourth king of comedy. I thought he was not. I thought it was somebody else. He was the fourth king okay. of comedy. Right. Uh, but yeah, so the, the I mean the the title is just, it's 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 easy, but it's hilarious because it's it just works so well with. Well, the, so the premise. this is one of those things where if you if you have an, a a good premise, but then you execute it incredibly yeah. well, it elevates it to something that you weren't expecting. Yeah, the, and like you said, the kids were so good. And they they really are the the ones that made it. And the Mulaney cameo was oh, just, God. just a nice cherry on top. Yeah, Mwah. I love it. If God wanted me to eat that, he would have put it in my Lunchable. Just cracked. Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Those are even just good jokes. I mean, for like in the situation yeah. that these kids were in, yeah. it was just, it, they were funny jokes as they were. So I uh, loved this. It's so good to have those guys back. Uh, real real quickly, there is a movie coming out, um, a Please Don't Destroy film. Brad, you've seen that. Can you plug that real quick? Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to do with it. Yeah, but, I'll buy, but, <laughs> but you've seen it, right? Yeah. People so, should see this film. Yeah, Please Don't Destroy uh, The Treasure of Foggy Mountain comes out on Peacock. The Treasure of Foggy Mountain. Comes what out on Peacock in, in the November. The trailer looks hilarious. Uh, it has vibes of like Hot Rod meets the Goonies uh, in a way. It has that absurd kind of humor. Uh, Conan O'Brien and Bone Yang are in it. And honestly, they're really the only two like famous like uh, people who are in it in sports. 
Chloe Trost is in it. Yeah, she does. Have, she does have a role in it. Um, but they didn't call upon like a bunch of famous people to make cameos or anything that spark it up. It's literally the boys from Please Don't Destroy resting on their own laurels. They wrote it. They produced it. They star in it. Uh, and they're basically playing versions of themselves, just like kind of. Does this have nothing to do with Lauren? Uh, I think that he might might be a producer on it. Okay. Uh, I don't. I honestly don't remember. But uh, I, I I would I would think that he is uh, to be to be because especially since it is you know please don't destroy doing it. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it is it is very funny. I definitely recommend that you go out of your way to watch it on Peacock. And it was supposed to be in theaters, but then they changed it just because they're not just doing comedies in theaters very much anymore. And since, yeah, I agree. So uh, but it's it it is definitely worth watching on Peacock when it comes out. So make sure you uh, you seek that out. All right, moving on. Weekend update with Colin Jost and Michael Che. Uh, our listeners uh, for the last couple of seasons will know that there there is a barometer that we use each episode where Brad tells us if there's enough chemistry between the two uh, anchors of Weekend Update, Michael Che and Colin Jost. And there, there is no rhyme or reason, but Brad certainly feels very strongly about the score. Well, there's no rhyme, but there is plenty of reason. Okay. Um, a reason for the season. And Ben and 49. I have to guess kind of where it is uh, on that barometer, and, and Brad will then tell me I'm wrong. So, um, Ben, I'm going to give you the first guess. Where do you think and this is the a scale, barometer we always say this was? A scale of one to one to a, or zero, zero to one hundred. Yeah, zero to hundred. Um, I didn't. I didn't really feel it this time around. Uh, the, the, the 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 one time that they did it right, where Colin reads a joke that clearly yeah, one of my favorite things they yeah, do. They do. That's the one saving grace thing with which that will up the barometer a bit. But they didn't have enough enough probably for him. So I'll I'll put it probably probably like sixty. I was going to say 68. Where are we at here? Oh, I mean, th- your reasoning is sound, but I, I would give it at a 75. Okay. I win. I didn't go over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, weekend update. Anchors Colin Joseph and Michael Che tackled the week's biggest news, like Congressman George Santos getting hit with federal charges and dog owners questioning the rabies vaccine. Love those vax uh, deniers. Um, I love George Santos. Well, we know that. Yeah, yeah, you are a big supporter. I just love a big puffy lip storyteller. Did you love any of the other stuff outside of any time Che makes jokes do? Yeah, the joke swap jokes? is just hilarious. Yeah. as always. Was there any jokes that stood out to you? And, and we could update. Uh, there were, but like, I mean, yeah. I'm, I unfortunately, I'm not going to think yeah. them off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I did think that this uh, edition of Weekend Update was particularly funny. I laughed out loud uh, several times, and uh, they were they were big hearty laughs too, like the kind like a bowl of hearty soup laughs, you oh, know, easy. like a, like a nice a nice beef stew Good laugh. Lord, what is wrong? Uh, <laughs> I like beef stew. It's fall. Okay, just, all right. I, I get all warmed up with laughter and beef. It's stew. Cuffing season. Uh, but yeah, this uh, I, I do think overall this weekend update was was particularly great. No, it, it was very very was funny. It, was it Che that says, "See, Lauren, I was googling her work." Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, googling yeah, her yeah. Work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, do you guys know Khalifa? who Mia Khalifa is? Yeah, she's a very famous porn star. Okay. I didn't. Yeah, no. uh, well, of course Nate didn't. <laughs> yeah, she's a very famous porn star. Okay, I feel like even if Nate did, she had a very short career. He probably couldn't say. That's true. I genuinely didn't, but yeah. I would probably. Not say I wonder if he. I wonder if maybe if you saw some of her work, you might recognize. Her. <laughs> I saw did you know some of her work, Brad? Did you know who she was? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to some of the uh, bits from uh, Weekend Update. Christopher Columbus on statues of himself and his discoveries, written by My- Will Stephen Bowen Yang and Celestine. Uh, what did you think of this one? Did you thought it, think it was a good bit? 
This was so I mean, the so fact good. that fucking Bo and Yang plays Christopher Columbus. Italian Christopher. Yeah. I mean, it was great. It was so cartoonishly good. Italian Christopher Columbus. Oh my god. Yeah, everything about this what was so What are you so talking funny. about? <laughs> now, if when you think about it, it's not remarkably different from when he does George Santos because yeah, of because sure. the lies and everything he's telling, but because he's doing the accent and because of the the various subject matter and things like that, it was it was so very funny. very well yeah. written and well performed. What did you think, Nate? I thought it was fine. No, it was good. I, I liked it. Just fine. It. I, I mean, it wasn't like the funniest thing I've seen Bo and Yang do. He's so... The, the problem with Bo and Yang is... Yeah, he, he is so good on Weekend Update when he comes on. And it, it was it was better than most people, but it wasn't like a, an all-timer for Bo and Yang for me. So. I think it was pretty dang good, though. Did you? you yeah, really I, I thought it was really, really funny, yeah. All right. Uh, Deion Sanders on coaching at University of Colorado Boulder, written by Keenan Thompson and Brian Tucker. This was just Keenan doing Keenan, right? Yeah, I mean, a, right? He does this character. He does this character in other ways. When he does certain sports characters, there's not a remarkable difference. That's when what he plays saying. them. Like, uh, however, I and I don't keep up with uh, sports these days. Uh, I do know who Deion Sanders is, but it was uh, my my fiance Brittany uh, who filled me in on how kind of outlandish and like oh, yeah. and over the top like Deion Sanders when he's doing interviews and stuff like that. It's it's not only that, but w- the way he's living his life as this coach. Yeah. I mean, he went in there and basically fucking fired all of the team. So like, you're all you're all transferring. I'm bringing everybody new, and he just and then he said, "Well, we're gonna win it all." And he, you know, and and then he, they were on like a three game win streak right off the bat, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" And then they started getting hammered. And so now, with that context going into this weekend update bit, I loved it. Yeah, because he's like, "Name four more Ole Miss." Okay, <laughs> okay, they're a pretty good team. Yeah, that rip. Yep, that makes that sense. Makes sense. <laughs> it really to me because I do follow a little bit about that. Yeah, it really hit the nail on the head about what he how he's acting and and how undeserved like <laughs> it all is you know yeah i'm i'm, I'm done with dion i, I don't dislike dion no, he's, I, he's, he seems like a, a decent put it on person, the cover but, of Nate's book done with dion um <laughs> but like the, the the media overblowing it yeah he, he certainly doesn't seem to be a person like he is a person that has a inspirational retort to everything you say. Bo- how you doing? And he, you would ask him how he's doing, and he'd have something to try to say. Bombasticism like, is yep. not a personality, and and it's not a way to live your life. And that's what he's doing. Exactly. And so Keenan did. I don't that even well. know if that's a real word, but it sounds like <laughs> it I is made now. It up. Um, we determined that here on the, the ten to one. All I know is I'm soaring on the wings of eagles, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, 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 he's basically Charlie Sheen without the the cocaine, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, we're drinking tiger blood over here. <laughs> We're making it rain unicorns. All right, moving on. Spaceship, two former co-workers, Pete Davidson and Bo and Yang, reconnect while their spaceship is under attack with Michael Longfellow, Heidi Gardner, Chloe Feynman, and Marcella Hernandez. Listen, I love this. It was a very... I you it was loved this? It was a I, very good day to be a big fan of Heidi Gardner. I love her so much, and she was wonderful in this sketch, and also she's the the wig... Was doing I thought Bo and Yang I, was hilarious. Just, just, oh, Bo and Yang's fun. Oh man, I you didn't like him at all. In this? I thought this was the worst sketch of the night. Oh well, no, it wasn't no, the worst sketch. No, of the night, no but not at all. It, it was, I didn't like it. I, as much I, as thought, thought, I thought it was. I thought, it was. It was close with one other sketch, but I just I, I nothing landed for me. Like, oh it, no, I I just thought it was hilarious. I I, I like Bo and Yang a lot. Do no. you though? I, no, you. seriously. Do you? I yeah, absolutely. I would I would take, I would take him to Chuck E. Cheese and pay for all of his tokens. Uh, but no, it's I I just didn't like 
this sketch like if uh, the timing felt off it didn't feel like it was particularly funny um i yeah i don't know i just it, it felt flat for me i i wasn't enjoying it even though like bo and yang it was, it was fine as the character i just didn't find like it have find myself laughing out loud at anything i i smirked you know in an amusing way like a little bit every now and then but yeah i just wasn't uh, I, he, for some reason his character here just got me laughing i just i i love the idea of well I you know also, what you know what it is it felt like it's pat in space but without the gender dynamics. I mean, honestly, he plays a very annoying character. Yeah, yeah I guess uh, like Pat. Yeah, and I, I, I liked, but I, I, I like the other characters I him enough better than Pat. But um, it, there was just it, they could have done much more with it. Uh, Heidi Gardner was or less it as a robot. Yeah, her sure. her robot impression was yeah, great. it was great. You don't hear that often these days. No, <laughs> robot impression. No, was great. it was honestly one of those things. I'm like, she's actually killing this. Yeah. I, I was actually, <laughs> I was, I was mesmerized by the suit that she was wearing because yeah, at I first, was too. Shut up. <laughs> I because at first I couldn't tell if she was actually wearing something that was like a, a hard plastic metallic material or if it was just a fabric that was designed so well. Did you find and, out for sure for it, Ben? Yeah, for just for asking for <laughs> your friend. You're not going to be able to get anyone to wear that for you, Ben. Listen, I would, I, I, I'm sure that her and her husband are very happy together, but if you're not, Heidi, if you're, just reach out. That's not happening. No, no you're right. No, she doesn't listen to this. Oh, she is a delight, though. She's hysterical and beautiful and lovely, and I'm a big Heidi Gardner fan. Yeah, we get it. Beach day, a guy, Pete Davidson, finds out his ant farm has been destroyed. Meanwhile, no, 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 I will cut you. This is I, not. I, you know, and, no, 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 shut up. Because we, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention it five minutes from now, and another five minutes so that you can't cut I, this. I can, I can. You're cut not. It. No, you're not cutting am, this. I'm, you cannot cut I'm, this. I'm, you called I'm, it. I, Pete Davidson's ant farm got destroyed am, by a yes, tornado. Yes. I am, I am cutting that. <laughs> no, you can't. This is so good. This is I'm great. Dying. I'm dying. This is uh, almost as good as when you confused Meet Joe Black and the Curious Case of Benjamin Button on Go Fix Yourself. So. So the real premise. Hey, hey, hey no, no, no. We need. I'm, I'm redoing that. No, one. you're not. No, you're not. No, 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 no. absolutely not. Listen, no, please, listen, Pete's I edit ants. this podcast. I, am, I, I edit this podcast. And let me let me start bean, again. Like bean like farm. <laughs> it's bean farm. Let me see. In and of itself is a funny enough present. Uh, Clearly, I'm not bean reading bean real farm. well. But guess what? I'm not reading real you know, well. You know what? If it was Pete Davidson's ant farm, it would have made the sketch it way funnier. Would have been hilarious. <laughs> We're not cutting at all. At not, all. Let me at least get through the. the but if you description. if you cut that, I will be so yeah, mad. No. You're not going to listen to Dave, it. Pete Davidson. Gonna, you know what? Let me just do the description. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, no, no. Pete, no, yeah, no, Pete no. Davidson's <laughs> ants bean farm gets destroyed by a tornado. Uh-huh. But they're uh, him and his friends are at the beach and they they're having a beach day. And uh, one of the uh, uh, cast members uh, they buried Andrew Dismuse in the Muse. sand up to his neck and, and they, they put, put starfish on his breasts. Yep. What would it be his breasts? And uh, they they're waiting to take a picture. Yeah. But then they find out that his aunt's bean farm mm-hmm. was destroyed by a tornado, and so they all want to leave except for Andrew Dismuse's character who really wants that picture taken. He does. That's the premise. It's. It was really I funny. I don't know how I wrote Ant Farm in there. Oh, yeah. no, it's so funny. <laughs> I need to uh, stop doing this at like 11 be, o'clock at well, night. Well, that might be funnier than the sketch because the sketch was fine. Uh, yeah, honestly, I was. Oh, Chloe Trost is in here with her first speaking lines, I think, too. Oh, right? see, yeah, I missed her in this one, yeah. too. Maybe I just was. I, I was do, you do you know who she Chloe looks like? Trost is? <laughs> do you know what she looks like? I recognized her. Like, as All as, white girls look alike. As soon right? as she was in the Glam Gina sketch, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, yeah, maybe it wasn't paying Did you think it was just like an extra that had a speaking part? Maybe. That happens from time to time. But no, so I liked 
the idea of the sketch. Uh, I don't think it lived up to its potential at all. I feel like they could have done a lot more with with the the awkwardness and the the silliness of it. Uh, it felt too short, and it felt like it just didn't like really use the potential of how like strange of an idea it was. Because this felt like it could have been like a ten to one sketch, you know, uh, that level of of strange. But it just didn't didn't do anything like to move, really move the needle for me. Sure. No, yeah, and I mean the the hey, can I talk to you over here? Yeah, real quick. That was that was good. He gets all the way down, and then when this—that's my favorite part about the sketches. I started. I mean, you were really angry at these people when they they was would do anything else other than bury you. I don't remember it like that. Yeah, like I just think that they could have done something with a, either a flashback, you know, and I think that you could have done something there with a to go and, and How's actually that again? show that yeah. to show like what would have happened when they when they were starting to bury him or whatever they could have come up with a way to do that I think. you know we have a built in flashback sound from Wayne's World that you can do right you don't have to make one up yourself doodly do doodly do yeah doodly see there you go <laughs> I like that one better is that Dr. Evil doing it <laughs> sounds, sounds like a weird portal gun you're welcome Thanks, I guess. I was waiting for the ants to come in. <laughs> you know, when the ants come in, they come marching one by one. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to do that. You're so dumb. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Glam Giant. <laughs> That's Ben's new nickname. <laughs> Things got out of hand when a gynecologist, played by Pete Davidson's patient, Sarah Sherman, tries a new product with Chloe Feynman, Egon Odom, Heidi Gardner, Chloe Trost, Punky Johnson, and Keenan Thompson. You probably didn't see Chloe Trost in this either. I you? saw Chloe Trost in this one. I, I and you're like, it. hey, first time on, on camera here. Good for her. I think I might have done that in my review, actually. I probably, no, probably, no. Probably need to go fix that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what would you guys think of this one? It was a commercial. Did you like the product? I, I, just, th- I just thought it was... It, it was amusing for the was, most yeah, part. It was weird. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like a home run or anything like that. I, I, di- I, I kind of think the visual is funny of like Pete Davidson peeking under, you know, the the sheet and talking, like trying to describe. It was like, did you put makeup on it? Yeah, it. That that was funny. That line was funny. Yeah, but yeah, the overall, I just don't know what. It's almost like the, it, not necessarily directionless. But just there wasn't enough of a direction. For yeah, it to, I don't know. It just I did weird. like how everyone kept popping up though, and it was becoming more and more ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I it was fine. Yeah, it was. I, I was amused. Yeah, I, exactly but I, right yeah, but I wasn't. You know, over it, the it did feel a little again. bit like an older SNL kind of the commercial where it comes on and it's just kind of a silly product. The quality was there. Everything was fine. It just the premise wasn't as funny as I've seen before in commercials. Sure. Yeah, so it was fine. All right, finally, uh, last one. This is called Roadhouse Bar. Two men, played by Pete Davidson and Andrew Dismukes, show off their extravagant lifestyles in a roadhouse bar. I would have liked to see the Patrick Swayze. The, the no, the 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 Fox uh, Taylor Swift thing go three times as long, rather than watch this. Oh, really? I thought this was the one that worked way better than Beach Day, as far as the two no. weird Dismuke no. sketches were concerned. I didn't think it was great either. No. I didn't think it was great, but I I enjoyed it better than the, the it went, Beach it just, Day it sketch. Went, it just went nowhere for me. It just it was it, they had the premise that so was weird right off the bat. Yeah, and it went nowhere. No, I do agree that there wasn't much escalation. Uh, I I did like the fact that the number of feet picks that you had to take to make money did keep increasing by an absurd amount, which was amusing in itself. Uh, and I did like the voices that but I hate Dismukes and I hate uh, the cop out at the end on. of these because they don't know how to end it. The so commercial, all, yeah. So well, no, not that. Oh, um, the the fact that the, like the, what they do is like the the third person, the, the normal person who's supposed to be like, what are you guys doing? Finally acquiesces. Well, I guess if it's if it's fifteen fingers, and I'll do it. It's like 
you've you just you built this universe of a sketch and then and it turned and it turned. you tell me you wouldn't do it for 15 fingers <laughs> but that's what i'm talking about like it's, it's just the easy out right yeah. like there's nothing blech. i hate I, I hate the the more the ultimate no and yeah when, the, when, they, when they're like at the last minute it's like it's a white castle commercial it's like yeah. no fuck hey you. well that one the the most evil scientist oh that, that one does work that that's one the works. one rare exception yeah, of the rule yeah but yeah but and that's only because the, the sketch is so good yeah that you can tack on anything at the end and i'd still laugh yeah every now and then though just to, they do that because they don't really know how to end the sketch yeah. and there are times when you watch a sketch where it's like it's fine and then it goes on another two minutes yeah and that's what this felt like for me it just went it, it was okay and then i got bored Man, with it and it just kept i'll going. bring it back um it was last season when um was it was it oscar isaacs where they had the where they threw the body over the the coffin over the, the no clip. Pedro Pascal yeah that confused your uh, yeah Hispanic <laughs> actor I don't see color Brad uh, no in that Pedro Pascal episode that's a sketch that went on far too long because I remember thinking like that's the that's the apex of the comedy I'm dying laughing and then it just kept going yeah and this one wasn't that obviously but they, this just started with the absurdity right off the bat but never went anywhere with it. That's fair. All right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit before we get into our our favorite sketch of the night and the MVP. As for a premiere episode, what did you guys think of this one? Did you think it was a good episode? Solid. Okay. Solid. Not great. Solid. I was very. I was happy with Pete Davidson. He didn't detract like I thought he was. He might. Um. I really. Uh. I loved the no politics stuff. It felt like it was very. Which is crazy because people know how. Privately, we are very political. Yeah. We just get tired of the politics. And yeah, well, Brad's not very political, but he's got some opinions. Oh, I love opinions. Yeah. Uh, no, no, uh, I I don't love how yeah. SNL has treated politics in the last five years. Let's say it's just been terrible. Like I like a good political sketch. Yeah, I don't like lazy political sketches, which has been oh, one of the just things. just caricatures of themselves. Yep, you know? yep, yep. You know what? Actually, I just looked this up, uh, and uh, we're both wrong. The, <laughs> the the beachside funeral sketch that we're thinking of is it's called Scattering Remains, and it's actually with Gerard Carmichael. So, uh, so yeah, not not a Hispanic actor at all. It's uh, actually a fine a fine young black comedian named Gerard Carmichael. You maybe have heard of him. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yes, he he's very funny. All right, so Ben has given his opinion on this episode. What did you think? Good premiere episode. Okay, I thought it was fine. Uh, I I didn't think that it was uh, a big hit. I didn't think it had any you know awful you know lows or anything like that. It was your typical SNL episode that had some pretty good sketches uh, throughout, had some middling ones here and there, uh, and had a couple sketches that didn't really land too firmly for me. Nothing you know super you know uh, impressive. And if you look back. Not a lot of season premieres are the strongest episodes, and you know, especially coming back. Kim Kardashian was one too. Is that right? I think or, so. Yeah. Uh, coming back, coming back from from a strike, you know, the writers probably are going to be a little bit uh, rough, and you know, after being even after being on a hiatus, you know, when there's not a strike. So I'm I'm not surprised that this was Miles just an Teller was episode. last year's opening one. I don't. Really I remember know. that one being fairly average as well. You know. Uh, then uh, in 2021, season 47. It was Owen Wilson and Casey Musgraves. Kim Kardashian was number two. It's another one that was average as well, Owen Wilson. And then in twenty twenty in season forty six, Chris Rock and Megan the Stallion. Were any I don't those... remember those being like outrageously hilarious, especially the Owen Wilson one. Yeah, yeah. there's a couple a couple tidbits here and there. But yeah. There was uh you know, some people on uh, I saw on Twitter saying, Oh my god, this episode was so bad. It's like what was so bad about this episode? It was like it was just an average episode yeah. of Yeah, Sarah I didn't think it was great. I, I think because I was disappointed because I was so excited about it coming back. And so that's more my problem because yeah. 
you got to let the episode stand alone a little bit. And there was some funny stuff here. There in, was some overall though. I don't, stuff. I don't know that you're going to have by the end of the season, you know, Oh, remember that one sketch in that one episode that, that didn't happen this episode. Right. Yeah. Like please don't destroy was probably the best uh, of, in my opinion. And then the, the, the Pete Davidson, um, Barbie, Barbie song, thing, yeah. but those are both pre-tapes uh, live sketch wise. There wasn't much to write home about yeah. as far as like a really, really funny sketch. For my opinion, the best live sketch was the Heidi Gardner secretary sketch. Yes, yeah. Um, yep. But but yeah. What, what, so what was your guys' favorite sketch of the night? Uh, the Barb. The Pete. Barbie, Barbie was yours? Yep. What have you been? Um, please Don't Destroy was Yeah, hilarious. Please Don't Destroy was mine too. It just, just edged out I the I thought you song. liked please, please Don't Destroy, Nate. Stop it. You know, okay. you know I love them. He, he lately, I don't know. Yeah, I, Brett, can I talk to you for Yeah, go ahead. I don't think that he likes him as much as he says that he. When does. we're off the air, he says a lot of really mean things. Yeah, like he's too tall. Yeah, I hate I, I've never seen anybody more white. His eyes are spaced too far I hate apart. Him. I hate yeah. gingers. See, well, see, there it is. Wow, he's just over there. He can't even hear us right now. Yeah, he's literally just saying I hate gingers over and over. Yeah, he, he just came out and said it. All right, let's go talk to him. Right. Hey, I, you know, we talked about it, and you know what? We think that you're you like them just enough. Hey, Nate, can I ask you why you say hateful things just under your breath to yourself while me and Ben are having an aside? <laughs> <laughs> it just comes out. I don't know. I hate, no, that makes I hate sense. Gingers. But yeah, the please don't destroy sketch was was my favorite one. Uh, yeah, no, no, that great, was great sketch. That, great sketch. They, they were equal to me. I just like the creativity of the Barbie sketch. Uh, I thought that was Pete's strongest part yeah. in this episode and so but uh, I, I think the piece of show one was really really funny as well yeah you're right it was the best one of the night what what about uh mvp heidi gardner i i mean honestly i that don't prep know alone i i would probably have to, to say heidi gardner from that one sketch because i thought it w- it took the most like she was the most sketch e cast member in that and, right and not sketchy in the band like, in the wrong way no but like like i felt like she was doing a character she, no, she, she pulled it she off pulled it she, she brought prep it. like it was yeah. it was the best B- of that bone yang probably did more maybe for the episode but i i think that that's i i can see honestly it was hard for me i didn't i didn't think that there was a standout performer yeah there wasn't a clear one to me because like i besides I, heidi carter of course part like, of me wants to give it to bowen yang but i'm also split because as much as i loved his christopher columbus i didn't hated his I, yeah, marty I hate, in space yeah i hated that bit um yeah yeah, Gardner. I think Gardner probably. I think you can make a case for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a strong case. A toss up between just, Heidi yeah. Gardner and Bowen Yang, I think, for this one. Yeah. All right. Cool. We did it. Another episode. Uh, again, I want to thank the uh, writers and all those people for getting this strike done to save us from watching Stuart saves his family. Uh, because. But don't worry, we'll end up watching it. Great. There'll be a break probably like around Christmas or something like that. Hey, who's next week's host? Next week's host uh, is a, a hip hop artist. Uh, known as Bad Bunny, uh, and he is—he's uh, pretty big uh, on the the international charts. And you might have seen him in a movie called Bullet Train, where he played one of the many assassins who was caught up in the action of that film. Um, and uh, he, I know nothing about Bad Bunny. What are we? Are do you expect a great episode? Or? I don't, uh, and not because I dislike Bad Bunny necessarily, but I, I haven't. He he's only be, appeared in a few things as as an actor, and it, and not a lot of speaking in these roles either. He, yeah, and little, now a very grunty. And I will say, so there. Uh, I don't think this is in bullet training. I don't think this is happening anymore because just because of the shift of the the guard, I believe. But there was supposed to be some kind of uh, superhero movie that was being based around him not not bad bunny like as the character but like him as an actor playing uh, a a superhero role oh el muerto yeah I, but i don't think it's happening anymore 
Um, and so, but like, but the fact that they were willing to base, you know, something like he that must have around some him. Set. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but I, I do know he is a very big, uh, hip hop star and he does have, a, um, a lot of fans on, on that side of things. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not he's somebody who can carry a show and, and be funny. And but my, see, my hopes are not high though. Let's see if Travis Kelsey makes another. I would cameo. love it. I would love it. I swear to God, if Travis Kelsey shows up again, I'm just going to shit a brick. Whoa. An actual brick. And I'll throw it at him. Okay. Well, you heard it here first folks. Yeah. He's a fucking cop. Oh, jeez. Pete's. I said cop with a P. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So where can people find you, Braddy Bear? You can find me picketing about- <laughs> in front of Travis Kelsey's <laughs> stupid house, trying to save Taylor Swift from uh, dealing with that. Of course, you know what? Eventually when they break up, we'll get a hell of an album out of it. Uh, <laughs> something about Jesus. Kansas City Chiefs can suck a fat dick. I don't know. <laughs> she comes up with the song titles. <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> uh, but no, you can find me at SlashFilm.com uh, writing about Saturday Night Live. You can check out my reviews of every new episode there, a little bit more long form on the Sunday after new shows. Also, at Ethan underscore on Twitter. We're still keeping it going, folks. Uh, <laughs> running on fumes I over there. I mean X, but yes, that's right. I don't. I don't. I mean Twitter. <laughs> you, do, you do a lot of reposting on X. I, I do uh, have a lot of X in my pocket, so I do like to get Whoa! High. Wow! No. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, and uh, they, that's it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Ben and I are on all the socials. Find us, could, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But most importantly, uh, we love hearing feedback from you on Facebook and uh, on Twitter, uh, X.com, uh, all that good stuff. So reach out. Let us know uh, what was your favorite sketch of the night. Who was your MVP if you had one? What did you think about Pete Davidson? Are you looking forward to Bad Bunny? And they should smash something. What should they smash? Probably the like and subscribe button. And Travis Kelsey's face. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a mean person. <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, like us, rate us. It, it'd be helpful. Um, as we're starting a new season, share this with your friends. Also, that like SNL, because um, we like to, to to form a little community around that of all of you people who enjoy watching as much as we do. Hey, we're going to be back next week. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Bye-bye. <laughs>